Woohoo Productions. Shut up. Oh my god. This book was published by Woohoo Productions. First published in Rancho Santa Margarita, California by Woohoo Productions. We need an addendum. It's biographical, inspirational, and business. Are we recording this? Woohoo! We are! Hi, this is Caitlin. And this is Sharon. And welcome to Real Housewives on Real Housewives, where we unravel housewives' story threads and keep the tea flowing. So chic. Hold on to your reading glasses. Today we're digging into More Than a Housewife by Vicki Gunvalson from the OC. Okay, I have a bone to pick. Yeah. It's actually called <laughs> Vicki Gunvalson is <laughs> This is so upsetting. Yes, I guess it is Vicki Gunvalson is More Than a Housewife. Thank you. Thank you. And then the subtitle is Talent, Purpose, Direction, <laughs> Drive. No, I read it online and I did not get that those were going to be the focuses. So I may have a complete. You were going in blind. Incorrect (laughs) understanding of this book. It's even on the back. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm going to read the dust jacket because no better way. You need to read it. Vicki Gunvalson of the Real Housewives of Orange County fame shares through her book More Than a Housewife the reality of dealing with quote unquote reality. Mm -hmm. Starting with her childhood and progressing through her business life, she shares her personal insights with the reader on how to recognize their purpose and direction via the actions she took to create a profitable business and a very comfortable lifestyle. Included in Vicky's book are many telltale insights and experiences while being on the hit Bravo TV show. More Than a Housewife will appeal to men and women (laughs) that want more out of life, but may not feel the opportunity exists. Quote, unquote, winners of the race don't slow down is a motto Vicky adheres to as she continues to reach pinnacles that set her personal and business life into the upper echelons. Completing the book. Oh, you're still reading. The book with her philosophy on living an inspirational life. Vicky shares some of her observations regarding marriage, kids, retiring, and the art of living well. Wait, there's more. There's one more paragraph. Oh, God. This one's even best. This is the best. Oh, no. Purchase this book and begin to reveal alternative ways of transitioning and creating a better lifestyle for you and your family. Well, that's unique. I don't think I've ever been told to purchase a book from the back of a book. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what you do with books. No. Okay, I think like disclaimer, we love Vicky. I love Vicky. I love Vicky. I just want to say that now. Like I love Vicky. I do, because we're gonna I'm not sure that the book's hundred percent Vicky's fault because it was I, also I don't she's know. a ghostwriter slash not really his name was in the was on the yeah. on the thing. It's it's Jeff no. Scott. So I'm just so he takes some Hi, Jeff Scott. Too. You <laughs> suck, dude. You suck so bad. I mean, this I, was 15 years ago. Maybe you've grown. Yeah, maybe he's grown. <laughs> we know Vicky has. Maybe, maybe Jeff Scott. I hate being mean, but I, know. I don't even think it's being mean. It's just true. It's just, just I don't know what else. There's nothing else to say. I mean, I got bored with you reading the back. Like, I almost took a little nappy nap. Yeah. It's That's so not bad. a good sign. Also, that's pretty much the book. There's actually a lie in the back. In the inside, there was a quote mm-hmm. where she said, I know this book is mostly for women, but I don't want to exclude men. And then on the back, it's mm-hmm. like, this book is for men. And it's really not. It's for anyone who has $15 in their pocket. <laughs> well, you can get it on thrift books. Yeah, I got, I got it. Caitlin, look, the thrift books tag. Is, no, the Goodwill oh, tag Goodwill. is $2.29. Oh. Ooh, and I, I probably, I probably paid, paid more like for four Dorinda's. bucks in shipping. Yeah. <laughs> 
more for, more for shipping than for the book. All righty. All right. It was written in 2009. 14 years ago. Yeah. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. All right. Best part. What did you like about this book? The hot tea. I put the pictures at the end. <laughs> okay. There weren't that many pictures either. There I was weren't. disappointed by that. Yeah. And they were black and white. Uh-huh. I absolutely hated this book. And this is what's weird, kind of what you're saying. Yeah. I love Vicky. Yeah. This book is very Vicky. Yeah, it is. So, so I have just determined <laughs> Vicky should not be in book form. Yeah. <laughs> she just doesn't, doesn't belong in book form. Her essence. Yeah. Yeah. Not everyone's a book. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, not even a. I, yeah, I don't even know what to say. It's like, it's yeah. not that she's not an author. Well, I think, okay, the main thing is like, well, okay, we can get into okay, it, but it lacked like, a lot of focus. Yeah. Let's start from there. What was okay, your best part? I guess my best part was that I did enjoy like the very first few pages, which could have been in, like an article <laughs> about her background. Like I didn't know uh-huh. about her childhood. So yeah. I did like learning about her childhood. Like the really interesting thing that I thought was that she had this, okay, you know how I can't say the names of anything, mm-hmm. but it was non-cancerous cholestatoma, teatoma. Okay, well, whatever. That's what we're calling it. But she had a rare condition that where it, like, begins to eat the three small bones in your middle ear. And, like, if left unchecked, like, your whole brain can separate. So, so, like, she had to have all these surgeries when she was, like, really, really little. And her mom thought she was going to die. And, like, I thought that it kind of shaped the fact that maybe she is a bit of a go-getter, like, having that early life experience. And, like, there were interesting stories about her sisters and her Mm -hmm. family. And it was sort of interesting to hear about her ex-husband. Yeah. Because I didn't really understand that whole dynamic. I just knew he was out of the picture and the kids seemed mad at him. And I didn't really understand that. So mm-hmm. I appreciated that. Um, the only other thing that I was like, I was trying so hard to find something. I wrote, I suppose it does bring up the emotional toll of filming for women on The Housewives. And I guess that's an important topic. But she doesn't really take it anywhere. She just is like, it's really hard and I cried a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Like, well, sure. Okay. There's a lot of things that are hard for me, and I cry a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I had one more thing that yeah. I liked. Um, I didn't know the story of her and Don, how they met. Yeah, the fact that she met while she was married, mm-hmm. but she liked him. But and then, she like kept him in the back of her yeah, mind. Yeah, and then yeah. he came back into her life years later. That was just one of those really mm-hmm. meant to be kind of things. Yeah. Oh, and I did like the housewives' tea of like how the show started. That, like her son had sent an info for like the show about Orange County kids called like Behind the Gates okay. or something. I'm side-eyeing this whole story. Yeah, well, maybe. But the producer <laughs> was shocked to find working women in the OC. Yes. But what I thought was so sort of interesting is that Vicky was kind of – now, I don't know whether she made herself sound more like the pinnacle than she was. But is she the only OG of it? I guess maybe she was. Because, yeah. like, um, she was friends with Gina Keogh, and then Lori was working for her. So she was kind of the middle of some of it. And that was kind of interesting. That's all I got. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. Okay, Vicky. We got that's a few for I you. We tried. We tried really hard. Yeah. Okay, worst part. What didn't you like about this book? The iced tea. Um, okay, so the first section, transformations, that was the part you liked about our childhood. Mm-hmm. Then the whole thing became this meandering but it, was, it was literally like three pages. Yeah. So, that I liked. After that, <laughs> that made worse. it was about like business and drive and working hard. I don't know. It was just It was mess. the focus. No focus. And so the Mr. Non-Ghostwriter, mm-hmm. in the beginning, he says... Oh, I wonder if we have the exact same thing written down. I hope you will understand that this book is kept simple through the use of metaphors or shared personal experiences. Mm-hmm. They're to be used to figure out one's own situations in life and to possibly uh, start new ideas and understandings of how some things may work. Yes. I have that exact ha- same quote. Okay, because he said, I read a fun fact that stated 95% of material read in self-help books is not retained by the reader, but over 85% of fictional stories are. So I don't understand so this. So is he calling Vicky's a fictional story? Yeah. 
or did he try to fictionalize her story? And yeah. what are the metaphors? I do not recall one metaphor. No, there was one weird you- moment where she was like, Sally did this and this and this, and Bonnie did this and this. And I was like, where did this come from? As like an example. Like she didn't know those people. That's not really a but metaphor. But it's not really a metaphor, but that's the only thing I can like, think of. I don't think he knows what a metaphor is. No. Also, did you find, I found it so weird that she wrote like this intro that was sort of like, it felt like how she was pitching the book to Random House. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, ra- I'm sure it wasn't Random House. <laughs> no, it was public. like, I think like, it, was it was Jeff, <laughs> uh, what's that dude's oh, name? Oh no, it was A Random House. A Random House. But like, I feel like it was her pitch for like how the book would work. Yeah. And then she just made that the intro. It's and then his, it's like a bad, the- like when I used to edit people's thesis, it's like it's a bad thesis intro. And then his was like clout chasing. Like Vicky's amazing. Vicky's I wonderful. Know. I'm like, well, I appreciate that because she is. Yeah. What, what's the book about, Jeff? Yeah. It's so bad. Like <laughs> just tell so, Vicky she's wonderful in a nice note later. Yeah. Um. The other notes I had was it kind of jumped around at times, which is you said lacks focus. A lot, yeah. Okay. My, the part I hated most about mm-hmm. this book was they have a section that is literally word for word <laughs> Facebook exchange. What they did is they put out on Facebook, hey, like, do you have any questions for Vicky for our book? And people ask them and she answered them on Facebook and they literally posted like the username, yeah. the question and the answer, uh-huh. even when it like was already answered or it or was, was a written partial stupidly. Question. Partial. So this is, for example, this is one of the questions. Yeah. Page 147. Brenda T, the backstory of your life. Answer. That is the whole section regarding my childhood <laughs> and young adult years. They, oh, but, Brenda like, probably felt really good to get that answer. Like, what? Yeah. And it went on for pages. Oh, pages. And one was like, I already answered that. Or, thanks. If you no. like the book, let me know. It would have been like an amazing, like, book launch to be like, hey, yes. so I've got this book coming out. Come on Facebook and I'll answer questions. But you don't just get to post them That's, in your book. It's like she needed more pages. I think she didn't. Need more. Well. <laughs> and then it was also like, look at all my adoring fans. Oh, I know. Like, she didn't include any of the... You suck. Your book's going to suck or something like that. Because we know there's mean people. And then um, one more thing, and I'll let you get to your worst. Um, There's this weird section at the end called Worldviews where she goes into like politics and economics Uh and taxes, but it's like four pages. So you can't actually get into anything deep. No. It was just like this bizarre, I'm so smart and this is what our country should do. No one knows what they're doing. Right. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, hold people accountable at the end of their terms yeah, for stuff. Like, just, oh, okay, thank you. For it that. was like a lot of, what are those things? Like, things you just. Exactly. That didn't like have a lot of um, yeah. backing behind. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay. I, I hijacked that worst part. No, you didn't. Because there's just not a, I mean, it, you can't just again write the whole book. And, <laughs> <laughs> and like, I felt like at least with Kyle's that we hated, like we could be mad from a feminist standpoint. This is just like I'm mad as a human. And that's worse. Like the the thing I guess I hated the most was that I did not enjoy when she was thinking like at the point of my first and only divorce. And it's like we're sitting here in oh, whatever year this yes. is, 2023, 2024 by the time this comes out. Um, knowing that she and Don broke up. Yeah. So like it was really hard to sit there and have her be like, Well, Don and I have to stick it out and make it work and we mm-hmm. our Midwestern values will pull us through. And it's like, well, no, they won't. Yeah. So like it was just really painful to read that stuff. And it made me feel sad because I've always thought she really did love Don and he was kind of the one that got away to her. And then I thought, well, maybe I misread that, but I didn't. Like, mm-hmm. she really did love Don. And mm-hmm. I guess I'd really like to know what happened there. And we're not going to find that out because this book's so old. So that was just a bummer to read because it just felt so 
like, Ugh, I don't want to read this. Like, it's not yeah. like book Vicky. It's not going to work out. I know. Sorry, <laughs> like, Vicky. It's just not that into you. No. <laughs> 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 right. How long did it take you to finish the book? Did you have to force yourself to read it or couldn't put it down? The sheer myself. volume of text I got from Sharon being like, kill me now. <laughs> Forced myself so bad. I don't know how many hours because I had to stop and start. Yeah, I'd, I'd say it took me like two days to really work on it. Mm-hmm. But I false started it multiple times and then had to go back and had to go back. It's so bad. It, it was awful. <laughs> okay, were there parts of the book you need to talk about? Um, yes, absolutely. <laughs> so I got really upset. She threw tons of shade at Housewives. Actual mm-hmm. housewives, yeah, who don't work when That's she's true. on a show called Housewives. Right. <laughs> like, um, for example, and so did the ghostwriter. The ghostwriter wrote, "The yeah. housewives across the country that sit home and watch their soap operas don't understand someone like Vicky." So condescending. It was so that really made me angry because mm-hmm. he was speaking to me. Yeah, I was like, "You jerk! I'm not an idiot, and no. I can understand Vicky." And yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm smarter than Vicky in some ways. She's smarter than me in other ways. But anyway, the other <laughs> well, thing. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. The other thing is she says um, a viewer asks her at one point, how is she the only housewife that made her own money? And she igno- oh, acts I like know. she is. And she says, nothing can prepare you for the women living in a high like high society mm-hmm. under the guise that they are self-made. Yeah. She acted like she was the only housewife no, that, did that made me herself. Off. Because I could list multiple ones in my head. I was thinking about Candy was on Atlanta at the time mm-hmm. and – in, within New York, there's a bunch. I mean, mm-hmm. no, it, it's that's not even fair. And a lot of the and like the women worked for her and stuff. I no, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, not going there. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. And Vicky, I thought was real more of a feminist than to put up with that. Her, but see, her brand mm-hmm. of feminism is you have to work. Yeah, and provide mm-hmm. for yourself. Right. Whereas I guess we're more the yeah. You do what works for your family. Right. You know? Exactly. And just what works for you. I mean, mm-hmm. like women should should support women no matter what. The, yeah. The outcome is. Um, what drove me nuts is as much as she's a strong woman, she defines so many chapters of her life by her relationships with men. So on the one hand, she's going, I I work really hard. And then it was all like, so thinking back, I was always happiest when I had a crush or a guy. Yeah. And then she talked about like the guy she fake married in like third grade. Mm-hmm. And then it, in eighth grade, I had a crush on and I forget. But like she actually listed his name. And then it was like, and then there was Michael, and then there was Dawn. And it's like she couldn't not it, – like her chapters of her life could have just been men's names. Yeah, you're right. So then it's like you're going to sit here and tell all these fe- women, like, I'm a feminist and I work and I don't need a man. Mm-hmm. Then why are you listing them constantly? And then when you think later about her with Brooks and her with that cop guy and then whoever she's with now, like she very much has to have a man to be happy. She, and she even says as much in the book. Yeah, and she was like, I cared more about my dad than my mom. Like she's always wanted that mm-hmm. – so, I mean, I feel like maybe it's an inferiority thing. Like, she feels like, well, I have to work, but really, I would just like to have a man. And it's like, okay, that's okay, too. Yeah. But, like, then don't just sit here and act like you don't mm-hmm. need a man because you're, you really, really, really want one. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly. I almost feel like she's jealous of the woman that feels secure, mm-hmm. that has a man and feels secure yeah. that they don't need to work. Exactly. Um, like, that's what she wants, but she's never, she can't she feel secure yeah. without working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she did. She had to pick up her family's pieces a lot yeah. of time. And I mean, and I don't begrudge her that at all. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Um, then the oh, one of the things I hated, because we're kind of going to mm-hmm. the, the guys. Yeah. 
the talk of divorce. So we already talked about how cringy it is mm-hmm. that we know that she and Don are going to divorce. Right. And her parents were not okay with divorce. Oh yeah. my God, is that, that what is exactly yeah. what I was going to say. Her <laughs> parents said that they don't condone divorce, yeah. but in this situation with Michael, her first husband, yeah. it's like, then you condone divorce. Right. You are, you are recognizing <laughs> exactly. that there are situations uh-huh. where, where people want to get divorced yes. and it should be an option. Mm-hmm. So I guess yeah. it was kind of like, no, divorce is wrong unless you're my daughter yeah. and my daughter's special. <laughs> yeah. She can get divorced. Exactly. It really made me mad. No, that made me mad too. And also the, they were Lutheran, not Catholic. Like it mm-hmm. exists. I mean, that's part of the reason that those churches came out is, you know, Henry VIII wanted to get divorces and stuff. So then we started branching off from the Catholic Church. Like, so yeah. don't just sit there. I mean, it wasn't even a part of your religion. Yeah, I, I thought she was Catholic. I was shocked to find her yeah, she was Lutheran. I was too. <laughs> I was like, really? Um, I also thought it was interesting that she was saying the shows she disliked the most are ones where she hurt someone's feelings. Just because that's interesting to hear. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether I 100% believe it or not. But I also thought it was interesting for her to say just to think about what the camera shows versus it doesn't. Because she was saying there were so many times with Dawn where people were like, Dawn should leave you. You're awful to him. And she was like, we'd have an argument. He'd say something to me. The camera would pick up only on my response. So it looked like I was coming at him from out of nowhere. And I really do remember thinking that. There were times when I was like, God, leave that poor man alone. Like it really felt like one-sided. So it was interesting. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. I was thinking like, at first I'm like, yeah, I could totally say that. But I'm mm-hmm. like, is she lying? I know. I don't know. But it's interesting to think because mm-hmm. I'm sure there are times where they're like, well, we're focusing on the housewives, not the... Yeah. But again, wouldn't it make sense to have the husbands? I don't know. I don't she know. definitely kept saying, oh, you only see 10 minutes of me in a show. Mm-hmm. She was very much, I. this is not real me. She was Some of the other much, housewives, yes. we've read their books. They're like, what you mm-hmm. see is what you get. Yeah. Not her. Which is funny because I would think she would have said that yeah. so many times. So I was surprised by that. Mm-hmm. Um. Another thing, okay, I was sick of figuring out my purpose. Um, the next, I like the fact, this is actually something I liked, Vicky. Ooh. She said, have a to-don't list as well as a to-do list, oh. which is kind of like obvious. Hers was like, don't drink soda. But anyway, I just kind of thought that, hmm. actually, the more I think about it, this is stupid. Sorry. Well, it's kind of like, <laughs> I'm like trying I to decide what I put on my, it's not soda. <laughs> write down but i guess i say that you don't tell the time you're headed okay let's yeah. move on well no uh, i think when we're done we need to make it to don't list i think it's not a bad idea no it's not a bad to idea think in those terms yes mm-hmm. no I, I agree i don't know um we talked about the she kept saying in the book about how proud she is to be an insurance agent mm-hmm. because when a spouse dies she gets to go hand the <laughs> remaining spouse a check <laughs> but she talks about it so much like she's so excited that this person died and she gets to walk in with this big old publisher's house clearing we're pretty sure it's like ed mcmahon and there's balloons and flowers like hey everyone look at me i'm bringing you a check (laughs) oh god so sorry about your oh my god they feel it's like when vicky walks in yeah like everyone in the funeral home just claps um (laughs) do you have more should i keep it no i do Vicky coined cackling hags a little bit. I saw that. (laughs) Because she said, it's difficult to grasp the concept that a reality show made up of cackling women would find a big audience and become a hit. I'm like, oh, cackling hags existed long before New York. Long before Jessel. Hated the whole cliche. Okay, I hate this thing when people talk about my first kiss was in second grade. And she did Mm -hmm. the whole, my first taste of business was sugary sweet. I was a little girl with my own Kool-Aid stand. I was just pissed off at that point. I mean, me and more yeah. angry. Um, part of her teaching us how to do business was to buy one of the idiots' guides too. Like, I go buy one of those, those books. And I've never learned anything from so an idiots. So, her guide. advice 
to business for doing business is to buy the idiot's guide to business. Her advice is to get advice. Yeah, I don't know. I guess so. It was so dumb. And I, I know, can't tell you how to do it, but this other guy did. Yeah. Like, if you read his book, it's much better. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then at one point, she like literally tells us how to make a line graph. Oh, yeah. And I thought she was just at first being like, yeah, even if you just did something as simple as plot this right. versus this, you could see this. Mm-hmm. But no, she's like literally telling yeah. you how to make a line graph. Apparently very important and insurance. X, X asses, Y asses. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I went to fourth grade. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my God. We even have some line graphs for our podcast. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Except Spotify does them for us. Yeah, we don't even we don't, no one needs to sit there and plot their right, own line Right, not graph. anymore. It's, yeah. It's above um, us. I mean, below us. She had this whole section on chaos slash control theory okay, that I didn't I understand. Got super confused okay, in that I was going to ask was, if you I, got it. I almost was like, should I go back? And then I was yeah, like, no. no. <laughs> I don't understand what she was trying to because say. Because I thought maybe she was saying one was better than the other, but then at the end she was saying they were both good. But you should control cast? But you I should, don't know. But one was maybe more controlled and one wasn't, but then maybe you could control <laughs> both. I don't know. And then I just felt like, well, yeah, I mean, are you just one of those people who likes to control everything? And so you're, you're – Yeah. I, I don't know. It was weird. And it's also unfair to say sometimes that if other people have chaos, it's because they're not controlling enough. Mm-hmm. Like that's not a fair thing to say either. Like chaos is chaos. Yeah. Kids That's are the cha- whole point of chaos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's chaos. Can't just be like, oops. <laughs> um, then I, she I has know. this whole idea throughout the book mm-hmm. where I think she thinks she's a psychologist because oh, yeah, how, that you, was rough. how you react to situations is based on previous situations, which, mm-hmm. wow, Vicky. She's like, not a, she's not a, thi- no, what did she say? Like, I'm not a psychiatrist. No, she's yeah. like, I'm not a psychologist or something like that. She's like, you know, the reason with the minivan incident, she mm-hmm. brings that up. Yeah. But she just reacted to that minivan incident because of a prior incident in her yeah. life. Wow. You mean your prior <laughs> life events form who you are currently? Especially once from minivan. And how like you react? Childhood? Oh my God. I think no you build idea. up. Yeah. Um, I think she thought we'd all be like, wow. But we weren't so much. Um, Oh, I would like to talk to you about the whole thing with Michael and starting the show. Oh, yes, Vicky. yes, okay. Um, I was really annoyed that she made it sound like without Michael, mm-hmm. they never would have come to Vicky. Without Vicky, they never would have come up with the housewives idea. No, she no did. one has ever thought of this idea. No, she took it. It's not like maybe they were like, hey, you know that yeah. idea we had about housewives? Well, I met this woman in there. Maybe she'd be good for it. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. That's what happened. This yeah. idea was not birthed no. until they met her. Right. And once they saw Vicky, they were like, the sky open <laughs> and the angels sang. And it was like, you know what, you guys? We're not going to talk about some people, dumb kids. We're talking about these women behind the gate. And they actually work. That's yeah. what she kept saying 42 times too. They actually work. Um, yeah. Um, another thing, when did it go from woohoo to whoop it up? Oh, I know. This She was a woohoo girl there. She was a woo. Um, and then she says, she's you know, she wants women to work. And then she says, find a home-based business if you're a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's that easy. Yeah. I was like, wouldn't we all love to be like <laughs> Etsy millionaires right. crocheting at home yeah. while we watch our kids play in mm-hmm. the garden? No. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Being a stay-at-home mom is our mm-hmm. business. Yeah, exactly. That is our business. <laughs> and it's a bit of controlling chaos and yeah. – what was the other word? So <sighs> it's that balance between what it <laughs> – I don't know. Is that balance I don't know. I'm just chaos. so mad. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm done. I'm done with that I one. did like that she said it was a crime that kids aren't taught finances earlier in their life and money management. I do agree with that. Okay. Did you agree where she said, I don't think you should hit kids? And later in the book, she says, I think you should hit kids. Oh, I did <laughs> not notice the second one. I noticed when she said, I don't think you should. <laughs> the oh, second I one? I didn't know I was giving permission to hit kids <laughs> later in the book. Well, no, she's, maybe she didn't give you permission. She just said it works better. 
okay. <laughs> well, there's a lot of things that work better that I'm not supposed to do. <laughs> Works better. Well, that makes that, I guess that leads us right into what makes this book unique. <laughs> um, I put it's terrible chapter titles. I mean, like they're so bad. I was they're gonna, so I was gonna look at them, but then I forgot. Like, flip through and just read us a few. Okay. Like, find the table of contents or whatever. Here we Is go. Is there a table of contents? Yes. <laughs> there might not be. It. Okay. So they have subtitles, which is what makes yes. them better. So we're in childhood reflections of the past. <laughs> Young adult. This one's my favorite. A maturing mind. <laughs> Purpose and direction. Growth of self. Driven in the blood. <laughs> now we're in professionalism. Beginning in business, the growing years. Oh, here we go. Breaking out of the pack, chaos and control. Oh, there we go. Pushing through, creating affluence. Pinnacles, manifestations of thought and measures of success. That's that line graph. OC Housewives. The (laughs) real show, in quotes. Seven to ten minutes or less. Which sounds like a (laughs) cooking thing. Like, hey, seven to ten minutes or less. Out of town. Oh, out on the town, what people expect. Then we have social media questions from fans. Oh, that's that section. (laughs) There we go. Oh, my God. The experience overall. (laughs) What? <laughs> I feel like I should stop it. I'm just going to keep reading. Personal. Well, these are my thoughts. Personal foundations and beliefs. Business views, communication as a money. Family, where families have gone awry. <laughs> that's yeah, thanks, Vicky. So hitting your kids. Yeah, part. that's right. I wonder where that <laughs> World, why aren't we solvent? <laughs> men, <laughs> men and women, same traits, different gender. Wow. Yeah. Friendships, the glue of life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maturing a life. Completing my puzzle. Yes. And then Coto Insurance, becoming an agent. <laughs> <laughs> that was my little and oh. scene. That was my like play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. we talk about this later. <laughs> oh, we do. We? Okay. The end of the book. We yeah. talked about the oh, structure of the book. Let's it. talk about this. At the end of the book, <laughs> she literally has a whole chapter on becoming a Coto Insurance agent. Yeah. And, and it's like, not general insurance. It's, it's like her insurance. Yeah, and like, it's like, How do you become an agent? Like the names of our courses, Mm -hmm. like how much money certain of her products cost. There are classes you can attend in either a classroom setting or online, in parentheses, which is through the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, um, you can find this podcast online, which is through the internet. (laughs) And then she gives you the costs, like $200 to $400. Here's how you get your license, Mm -hmm. 50 plus hours of class. She puts some website with like a bunch of huge random star numbers. Four, five, two, three, lowercase t, big case t. And she's like, the cost for everything, which you know is going to be wrong in six months. It, again, it's like, 15 how long years did she later. Think this book, like, just put a link at the end of the book. Yeah. To Koto Insurance. This yeah. is one of my other favorite parts of that chapter. There are many more things I could tell you regarding the insurance industry and its <laughs> rewards, but I'd rather meet you in person one day. Perhaps at one of Koto's <laughs> motivational boot camps or cruises. <laughs> also, please, please, can we go on the cruise? <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. I need to go, Caitlin. Screw BravoCon. I know. We're going on Vicky's underwriting cruise. <laughs> God, I hope they have the big checks there. Yeah. Wait, does she throw some people off the boat so afterwards yeah. she can meet the spouse at the bottom? She's like, we'll just we'll meet them at the, when they come to pick you up. Well, your wife didn't make it on the cruise, but here's, here's your check. check. Ding, ding, ding. The bells ring. Oh. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. So were we on what makes the book unique? Yeah. I wrote, it's kind of the same thing. I wrote, mm-hmm. it's an ML, MLM pitch and autobiography uh, in one. That's a very good way to say it. I just wrote merging of genres. <laughs> like, okay. So here's also the Cliff's note she gave near the end of the book. What was, re- like, what she needed. And it's like, she listed all the things. And it's like, this was what she should have, this it was just a uh-huh. list. It was like, 
Find your exact purpose. Know what your talent is. Create drive. Uh, passion. Take action. Sorry, I can't turn the page apparently. Um, confidence. Communication. Statistics or stats. <laughs> Money. It matters. <laughs> confronting I mean it's like okay like I wish she'd just yes. done that almost like if that was the point of the book like that was the Cliff's notes right there mm-hmm. and then she kind of beat those themes to the yeah. ends of the earth a little bit yeah and, and actually I was kind of hoping to get some communication tips and I didn't get any no all we know is it's important and she was like you know it's often if there's a problem it was in communication and then she just leaves it at that and well, then, then she basically says it. that like everything is communication Durr. which yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean like any way we interact with someone else's communication. <laughs> Anytime I have an argument with my husband, I'm like, how could we communicate better? But like, someone should tell us how. You yes. should say like, oh, well. you know what? There's this idiot's guide to communicating <laughs> better. <laughs> idiot's guide to marriage. I'm going to get that. Well, actually, Vicky should read that too, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, this. <laughs> um, what surprised you yeah. about the book? Um, okay. I felt like this about it. I'm sad because you're giving Vicky Gunvalson who is like five years into the OC. She's like this vivacious person. She has an interesting-ish life story. And like, and I wrote in big caps, and this is what you did to us? <laughs> like, I didn't expect all the advice. I didn't expect yes. the infomercial last chapter. I it, like Maybe all these things yes. seemed like a good idea, like the media Q&A. Vicky worked at Wendy's. I just thought I'd throw that out in there. I put that. That was the only other thing. Oh, I forgot me. that part. Well, she called it Wendy's Burgers, which I assume <laughs> is still just Wendy's, right? <laughs> but I felt like maybe she and Lisa Barlow need to have a chat. Um, she has a cosmetology degree. That's the other thing. Oh, yeah. That was interesting. But I don't understand why with as like bright light of a human being that Vicky is and mm-hmm. as interesting as she is and as long as she's been on the show. And I realized this was only five years in. Mm-hmm. But like she has a staying power. And again, this is she had another writer. She didn't like it. She switched to this guy, and this is oh, what she, she did. did? To yes. Oh my god. She contacted her, and she was like, "Well, actually, I'm writing a book with somebody else, and it's not going well." Oh, dude. and this is what happened. Never. This is like the second draft. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. I was expecting maybe it to be cheesy, mm-hmm. but I didn't think I would hate it. Like uh, I yeah, did. exactly. And. I couldn't believe what a huge commercial it was for her company. Mm-hmm. And I wrote, I feel like I got duped into participating in a Kodo insurance seminar. Yeah. Like, that's exactly, that's a great way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Um, do you have any lingering questions after finishing the book? Yeah. My big one was like, okay, so she kept Dawn in the back of her mind for years. I wish I had a book to understand what broke down between her and Dawn in the divorce. Like, I just wish there was Do you more think she would ever book. honestly say that though? I don't know. I feel like as she gets older now, she would. Mm-hmm. Maybe not any time in the past few years, but... But I kind of think she would have. Um, how honest do you think the author was? I mean, she I wasn't didn't, quite sure what to do with this one. Yeah, because she didn't say anything that like mm-hmm. revealed her soul. Yeah. I mean, I think she was yeah. honest about wanting you to work for an insurance mm-hmm. company. So The author said, regarding Vicky, I found her to be very forthcoming and open with anything that was asked of her. He also said, this book represents Vicky in a different light, which did you think? No. no. But not all that far from the woman you see on TV. So which is it? <laughs> Show after show, people are referring to her work habits and extolling their ideas that she needs to slow down. Please feel free to take notes when I tell you that she can't slow down. <laughs> wait, wait. I got to write that down. Yeah, please write that down. <laughs> to do so would take her to a place she doesn't want to go. She's so used to performing at an extremely fast pace and with an exorbitant amounts of energy that it has become normal to her existence. To take that ability away from her would be like asking Einstein <laughs> to teach the theory of relativity to a group in a mental ward. That's awful to First- say. <laughs> By the way. That is really like offensive. And then he wrote a real waste of talent. Oh my- 
And it, it was like at that moment, I was like, hey, I'm not going to like this book. And we were like just in the, the intro. Hey, the one guy, that one really famous dude. Right. Like that Stephen that Hawking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or um, the one Game Theory. What's that guy's name? Was that Stephen Hawking? No. No. Oh, there's a whole movie about him. Oh, okay. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. He was – he had schizophrenia. He was oh, okay. Well, so see, exactly. But he, but he, he could be brilliant at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> it just – I just I felt like, okay, you're just not a great person to write this book. <laughs> I think he's a dumbass. Um, oh, the other thing I wrote was I did think she was unapologetic about mm-hmm. wanting to be wealthy and about being wealthy, which I thought was good. She's, yeah. It's important to her and she was – But she was almost that. rude about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, did reading this book change your view of the author or the Housewives franchise? I love her. I still yeah. do, but it did take her down. I hated this book. Same. It took her down a notch for yeah. me. I mean, like, I, again, I kind of wrote what I said earlier. I liked hearing about Michael and some of the background stuff in her life because that's always interesting to me. But mm-hmm. I did think – one thing I did like is when she was kind of talking about how um, the press will label Housewives as like a B-I-T-C-H a lot. Mm-hmm. And she just kind of kept saying, like, in this show, if, if women are ever seen as assertive or arguing – then that word is applied to them. And that's really not fair. Like there's no real reason to be that way. But at the same time, it's almost like you can't show yourself as being strong or argumentative or standing up for yourself because for women that's seen as that. Whereas if men were doing it, it would just be like, oh, he's a little aggressive or yeah. he's really strong or, you know. And it, and I I liked that she pointed that out, but it didn't really have a place in the book. <laughs> so, so what I think was interesting, I, I definitely, yeah, yeah, that's a very true mm-hmm. thing. However, on Housewives, I feel like that's one of the places where women can be yeah. assertive exactly. with each other and mm-hmm. they're uh, applauded for it, I guess. Yeah. I think maybe earlier on, maybe it wasn't seen yeah, as much. Yeah. And so maybe that's a thing that's grown. Because now some of our favorite people are yeah, the, those absolutely. People. So I don't know. And people really like take the names that are put on them and like use them as a badge of honor instead uh-huh. of being like, oh yeah, everybody thinks I'm this. They're like, nope, I'm just going to use that. Yeah. I'm going to make mugs with it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna make, if you can make money off it. Vicky should yeah, appreciate that. She should. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's judge the book by its cover. So it's Vicky Gunvalson is more than a housewife. <laughs> It has two oranges on it. And I told Sharon this is literally the same way that I do sometimes with our Instagram posts. I'll be like, ooh, there's a moving full orange and a moving cut orange. I'm going to put them at the top of our OC episode. And then Vicky is wearing like a blue, like a blue, like a peacock blue. That's the yeah. color I'm going to choose. To. Like a tank toppy, halter, halter kind of, top. Yeah. yeah. What is that called? And it's kind of before she's had a lot of work done, so she looks a little bit different. And she looks like she's like on a patio with yeah. It's a pageant stand. She's got it's actually like a senior picture. Stand. It is. That is exactly yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So there's palm leaves and it's... stuff on the back. There's her sitting in a very similar shirt, but she's got a yeah. laptop next to her. <laughs> it's kind of like that's the one they she didn't know to which use. one to use for the cover. No, they didn't. And yeah, she wanted the laptop one. Yeah. You know. And they were like, no, we just want the housewife one. Okay. I just love the fact that they put the random oranges. They're like, oh, you guys, this cover needs something. So we an orange on there. What if they don't know who Vicki Gunvalson is? Just put an orange. I mean, she's more than a housewife. But what if they don't yeah. know from where? It's just totally generic. I mean, yeah. it's fine. There's it's nothing fine. wrong with it. Um, I did not like the font, but this is just me being mean because no, I hate the book. No, it looks but like I the really cover. Like you know when kids get books that like yes. they'll bring home from the library and it's like um, Neil Armstrong is the first man on the moon yeah. or whatever. <laughs> it's that kind of cover where it just has the picture of the person. Yeah. And this looks like it was photocopied at Kinko's. Oh, it, the it online is, so is terribly like, spaced, terribly like the subheads are not good. Like the font yeah. is not good. It, it runs together. There were some spelling errors in here. There were. Just a, I didn't notice a ton. But None as many as I thought. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it looks like 
It was self-published. It, it looks like she, maybe she went and had her assistant put it together yeah. and sell it. It's them. like when you accidentally get one of those books on Amazon that you think it's going to be like a real cookbook <laughs> yes, and, and then it's, it's like- not. It's like how some guy just made this. <laughs> it's that. Okay, was there a ghostwriter? So there was co-author <sighs> Jeff Scott. Can we talk about this? Guy? Yes, let's. Was he even necessary? Did he, he do anything? <laughs> he probably, I don't know. Okay, oh so God. I went to his website. <laughs> and you know what he does? He is empowering through story. <laughs> Here's some of the titles of the books on his website. Oh, God. Who Will Be My Judas? The Palindrome, which is like a bike race fiction about fear of commitment. <laughs> race car? Isn't Palindrome same front and back? Oh, yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But then why is it about cycling? I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Um, and then there was like some kids' books, one about being new to high school and needing <laughs> confidence. Oh, and then there was one he wrote like about his dog called Harley Speaks Wisdom for Humans. Chew the shoe. And it had two exclamation marks on the title. Two. Chew. Oh, so he, the dog is telling us how to be happy in mm-hmm. life. Like, yeah, I guess oh, chew, okay. the chew the shoe. Chew the shoe. So, <laughs> so next time I... you're unhappy, something and be like, can you just chew the shoe? Yeah. Get over it. <laughs> oh, God. I wrote, I I wrote, it's all about, so in the beginning, he has a foreword, which Mm -hmm. I think is kind of weird to begin with. I think it was kind of weird. The whole point of a ghostwriter is Is to, mm -hmm. you're not there. It is not about you. It is not about what you thought of Vicky. Yes. It is not about your interactions Mm -hmm. with Vicky. You are merely a mouthpiece Mm -hmm. for Vicky to help her express her thoughts. And this is why journalists should do it, honestly, and not authors, because authors are used to being front and center. Journalists are used to writing things where nobody pays any attention and nobody cares what you think. Yeah. And that's that's why authors shouldn't do it. <laughs> and then, okay, so at the end of the book, there's like a, another little paragraph mm-hmm. about him, you know, because oh, know. the there foreword was wasn't more. enough. Yeah. And at the end, he said, he's talking about what he does. Mm-hmm. And he said, he authors his own materials under self-help fiction. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is this like the chew the shoes? That's self-help fiction? Moment, what is his obsession with like, I, I probably know. metaphors, well, fiction. because he read that thing how, about how only know. 98% of whatever it was. I also didn't like when he was like, okay, when it cut, he was like, Vicky's so tenacious and stuff. And then he's like, when it comes to the OC housewives, I would hope the public in Orange County and the rest of the nation would stop for a moment and think before believing that these women of reality are threatening or gossiping about each other 24-7. I tend to find that's been the viewer's job. Like, you were insulting oh! me like three paragraphs <laughs> in. Right. I don't want to read this book anymore. Yeah, and then she insults women that stay or he insults women that stay home. And then and apparently, like, people who, you know, have mental problems, yeah. too. Like, God. Soap operas, I'm surprised you didn't yeah, say bonbons. How many more people can you attack in your intro? Like, do you want anyone to read this book? <laughs> At least wait till the end of your <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God. Okay, I have an extra question. Yeah. Do you wish that Vicky's daughter, Brianna, would write a book? No. I kind of do because no. I, I like her and she's really smart. But here's I what like I think her. would be interesting. She's the original kid growing up on The Housewives. Uh, I think it might be an interesting take to see how growing up on TV like that affects because there's so many kids that are coming out of it. And mm-hmm. It's like, I just think it would be interesting. I like her. I think she'd write I, better. You book. know, I like her. Yeah. And I especially like her because she's a nurse. But I just, I have zero interest in reading yeah. that. I guess I just think it would zero. be better than Vicky. <laughs> Unless maybe she, I would be interested in her reviewing Vicky's book. Oh, that would be fun. That might be interesting. Yeah. She might be like, this is a do-over. Okay. Real Housewives and Real Housewives. Thumbs up or thumbs down? I can't even be bothered to move my thumb. Down. I like, and I like self-help. And like, we complain less about Mauricio's book about finances, even though that isn't yeah. even our jam at all. Yeah. It's all over the place. It needed focus. So bad. I don't know. I mean, I, I want Vicky back on the OC, but I, I don't do want Vicky to write another book. I want her back so on put the her, OC. Guys, you need to put her back because she might get bored and write a book. <laughs> <Put her in. laughs> 
I think um, that's the takeaway. Can us. someone put Jeff Scott out of his misery? Yeah. Okay. Well, he looked like he was getting pretty old. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Vicky can bring his wife a check. Yeah. We probably shouldn't joke. What if he we actually should. dies? Maybe we should make sure Jeff is okay. Sorry, Jeff. Jeff we're sorry. We're we totally okay. joking, Jeff. We and we don't mean for you to be gone. We just we just want you to not we just write. Don't another want you book to write with any more Vicky. Yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> or with dogs and shoes. Maybe more of the that might have been a great book. Right, we don't know. True. <laughs> Don't judge a book. That seemed like title. that seemed like the most uh, book I would be willing to read of his <laughs> when I looked at the list. <laughs> that cute dog on the yeah. cover. You got to give it that. All right. Well, that is our uh, take on Vicky's book. And yeah, don't read it. Yeah. So just listen. To this. <laughs> and remember, house size bring drama. We bring the receipts. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button. If you'd like to help support us, please share it with others and leave a rating and review. Also, visit us on Instagram and Twitter, both at rh underscore on underscore rh for fun pictures and polls, or email us at rhonrhpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, and remember to stay out of the shade.